Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is the Green Zone. Oh, my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSEN, the sports betting network. Football season is here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted ad specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on this trip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside Wes Reynolds, this is the Green Zone here on VEASAN, week number 11 of the NFL, and it's getting very, very interesting. Uh, Carson Wentz just did a Houdini act where it looked like for sure he is sacked and they're going to have to punt and ducks under, I think, 10 defenders. Yeah, gave gave him the okey-doke. And then slipped away and got a big first down, so now the Colts – have it first and 10 at the Buffalo 30. The uh, new daddy, Carson Wentz, oh, if you've been watching Hard Knocks on HBO, had his second child this week and uh, very motivated. We call that in golf handicapping the nappy factor. When oh. a golfer has a baby, usually they go out and play well more often than not. So Carson Wentz now has him in Buffalo territory. A couple score updates, mm-hmm. too. Uh, we do have points. You got to get points before, you know. You got to start on. somewhere for that Let's over, go. Dave. Uh, we've got three for the Baltimore oh, Ravens. Just three, three nothing. Two minute warning. Bears with the football. <laughs> so we do at least have points there in Soldier Field. Uh, more points actually for the Houston Texans. Tyrod Taylor did a leap, wow. into the end zone and crossed the plane. Extra point from Fairbairn Norgood, but twelve nothing. 
for the Houston Texans. The Tennessee Titans, very sleepy. Texans right now, minus 2.5, 41.5 currently at BetMGM. Saints did take advantage of that turnover. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troutman with the touchdown from Trevor Simeon. So now 14-7 Eagles. And Eagles now, uh, fly, Eagles fly, flying down the field as Devontae Smith uh, pulled a move on Marshawn Lattimore. He didn't know whether to you-know-what or wind his watch there. But nevertheless... <laughs> Philadelphia up 14 to 7, then that odd is going to change now that we have flipped the field position. We also, I believe, have points uh, in Minnesota. Yes. We, we talked about before we went to break, Kirk Cousins, we didn't like that, but uh, got bailed out by a roughing the passer call, and Minnesota goes ahead and takes advantage of it. They are now up 16 to 3. 737 left to go. That touchdown was Thielen 10 yards out from Cousins. So 16 to 3, Minnesota Vikings minus 8.5, 49.5 on the total. And I think when we looked at uh, Kirk Cousins before the game, I believe he had 18 touchdowns and two picks this year. I mean, quiet as kept. Kirk Cousins playing really good football. Now, on the stat sheet, that's going to go uh, down as a non play. It was a bad pick, mm-hmm. and he got bailed out by that pass interference, or excuse me, by the uh, personal foul call. And it completely changes the, the tone and tenor of the game. Because remember, 9-3, Mason Crosby misses a chippy. Should be 9-6. Should have had the turnover. None of those things happened for Green Bay. Now they find themselves in a world of hurt, down 16-3. to And really, what I'm noticing here is Aaron Rodgers in this offense. And I know there's no Aaron Jones, right? But they do have Devontae Adams back in there. They are right now really struggling second and long uh, with only seven minutes to go, look, if you trust somebody to figure it out, yeah. it would be Aaron Rodgers potentially in his second half. But right now, this is all the guys in purple. Well, I mean, you look at last week, too, and I think that's why some of the market did come in on Minnesota. Green Bay wasn't exactly necessarily great last week. They had 393 yards, but only scored 17 points. So Green Bay, what's really been helping them is their defense. And yep. Their defense, maybe I've been underestimating. I think their offense gets overestimated because they have one of the greatest quarterbacks of the generation. But if you really look at the numbers, they've been a little pedestrian offensively. So Minnesota, obviously, trying to get back in the playoff chase. And that's why I think you saw the number drop on the Vikings this week. Uh, maybe a pros versus Joes type of thing because the Packers, one of the best spread records in the league. I think them and Dallas actually have the best spread record in the league. So mm-hmm. the general public or the general betters are going to keep betting Green Bay but Minnesota right now up 16 to 3 as Indianapolis by the way just outside the two-minute warning going to face a third and 11 here in Buffalo territory Philadelphia is going to have to settle for a field goal it is Jake Elliott on 14 to 16 this year 58 yards for a long so when we mention good statistics there that's when we're going to mush him here so we shall see (laughs) he is going to attempt a 50 yarder uh, Tennessee, although already back in Houston territory. And I'll tell you something else. When you watched a third and 20 in Minnesota and uh, LaFleur and or Rodgers either checked to it, they just ran a draw. Mm-hmm. Get off the field. So down 16 to three, and they're punting here with six minutes to go in the first half. Minnesota's got a real shot here to put these guys down. Now, if you know the history of this series, and certainly you would never count out uh, Aaron Rodgers in Minnesota, but right now it really does look good for the Vikings, the Eagles do get that field goal. Yeah, we didn't mush them. No, we have no a tendency mush. sometimes to do that. And also we have another field goal, that being for the Indianapolis Colts. That is Michael Badgley. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, the uh, gentleman from Georgia, Rodrigo Blankenship, hashtag respect the specs. <laughs> not getting a lot of respect, though, because he is – eligible he is not injured anymore Uh but they are sticking with Michael Badgley because he's been kicking very well for this team so now he puts them up 17 to 7 minus two and a half 52 and a half on the total and I'm just gonna say it right now Cam Newton we'll, we'll get a full update on that but absolutely amazing what we're seeing this guy do from off the street 
uh, a week ago to what he's doing right now. But let's get back out to David Gascon. He's got the Colts and the Bills. And we mentioned it, a very shoddy performance so far from Josh Allen. Carson Wentz with a Houdini act there to lead him down to at least get a field goal. What are you seeing from these two quarterbacks so far, David? Matt, well, I see I see the one instance with Carson Wentz where he's thrown a couple perfect passes and the Colts wide receivers and tight ends have flat dropped them. And I also see him being elusive. He kind of looks like Josh Allen, his counterpart on the other side uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Bills and Colts, oddly enough, all the praise has been for the Bills' offense and their defense, which is deservedly so. It's been the top-ranked team in the National Football League. But the element right now with these two teams is the turnover category. Bills number one at plus 14, Colts number two at plus 11. They have a turnover today. They converted that into points. And Jonathan Taylor, I know it's cold out in Buffalo right now, but this dude's going to need an ice bath. Already in the first (laughs) half, he's got 16 carries for 77 yards. Guys, it's been a balanced game for Indianapolis. And this is eerily similar to the playoff game last year against this Bills team. So uh, I am safe on one portion. I got Indy uh, plus three and a half in the opening half. But uh, I'm still a half point away from hitting the over, which is 24 and a half. So got about two minutes to play in this uh, opening uh, sequence, second quarter action from Buffalo. And the road team leads right now, 17-7. I, I like your chances, David, because you just feel like two-minute drill here. Josh Allen probably gets you down there at least to get three. So we'll find out about that. I want to make note of what's going on with Houston and Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And we just saw a big fourth down. And a stoppage by the boys from Houston. Yeah, right? fourth and one on the 31. Mike Rabel tries to run it up the middle. Adrian Peterson stuffed at the line. Houston Texans going to take over here. 12 nothing. four minutes left to go. Uh, this is a Tennessee. This is kind of one of those tricky games, Dave, where you got a team on a streak. They get a suspect opponent, mm. and you just kind of hit a wall. And that's why I thought the plus 10 was going to be good. It is so far. Obviously, a lot left to play, but all the momentum is with the team in the white. And very quickly, Mike Vrabel, the head coach uh, of the uh, of the Tennessee Titans, it's not a monsoon by any stretch in Tennessee, but it's raining pretty hard. Mm-hmm. No hat. He's just going sans the hat and just getting dumped on with the headset on. Now, I'm, you know... I don't, I'm not anybody that a doctor, but it just feels like he should probably have a hat on. Yeah. Because he's just getting, like, to me, I don't want to be miserable and get my ass kicked. <laughs> and right now, that's right now what's it's happening. both. Right now, that's what's happening. He looks like he's a very unhappy man. Let's go to Ian McMillan right now, watching Washington and the Carolina Panthers. And Ian, just looking up and seeing the crowd react to Supercam, who is back. Uh, what's the atmosphere like as you watch this game? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, I will say uh, I'm a Falcons fan, so I'm a little bit biased against the Panthers. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's good to see Cam Newton back. I mean, I, I got to cheer for Cam Newton. How, how can you not love him? But, yeah, 24-yard touchdown run. Uh, not only is he throwing the ball well, he seems to still have some speed with his legs as well. So, uh, Panthers up 14-7 and may have gotten a turnover on the on the kickoff as well. They may be getting the ball back here deep into Washington territory to try to add to the lead. Okay, let's see what happens there. And I think we just had a turnover in Buffalo. Yeah, we do have a turnover in Buffalo. That is two. Uh, they almost had three earlier, but looks like uh, it was 17-7. I know our man David Gascon uh, needs a little bit for the over. It looks like Isaiah McKenzie. I think he's going to get it. Yeah, he has fumbled the ball. There is 2.03 left to go. 
two timeouts for Indianapolis. So uh, Isaiah McKenzie fumbles the kickoff return. It is recovered by T.J. Carey of Indianapolis, returns it to the Buffalo two for 14 yards, and the Colts are going to have first and goal. 84 points off turnovers. I mentioned that earlier. That is the most in the National Football League, trying to add six more to that. Okay, and very quickly, uh, Cam Newton with that touchdown uh, run and a touchdown pass already today. He's done that 44 times in the NFL with at least one in each category, most in the history of the NFL. How about that? Let's go back out to Nate Jacobson watching the Lions and the Browns. And um, I just saw a fourth down play. It looked like the Lions had to stop, but Nate, I guess the old yellow hanky came out. Yeah, Browns did convert that. And it's been kind of a an ugly game in Cleveland. I know, Dave, you mentioned there's weather in the forecast. There's some rain in Cleveland wind off Lake Erie and we have one touchdown in the game Jarvis Landry first play of the second quarter on a wildcat formation with Baker Mayfield lined up next to him ran it in he went left there was nothing there and then he found something up the middle Tim Boyle who we talked about before the game <laughs> is a uh, making his first NFL start has a pretty had a pretty awful interception and then the Browns scored on that touchdown Baker Mayfield who's dealing with some injuries there was a report this morning that he's playing with a bruised heel and a bone bruise in his knee, along with that torn labrum. He hasn't looked very sharp. It's a lot of running the ball for both teams in this ugly game in Cleveland. 7 nothing right now, Browns, and they're driving in the red zone. He is playing hurt, and I did see somewhere on Twitter this week where somebody clipped a 1996 injury report for Brett Favre, and he had about 14 ailments, and it said mm. probable. I mean, that's <laughs> it is a different game these days, but... Uh, Baker trying to fight for his teammates out there. Yeah, and uh, by the way, let's wrap up that Colts-Buffalo. Jonathan Taylor in the end zone again, 24-7. Colts minus 6.5, So David nails his Colts first half and the over first half in that one. Come on back, just getting it cranked up. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my there's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. The Visa Black Friday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you're also going to receive a $20 credit to the Visa store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for every game for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy Visa sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry up. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross, alongside West Reynolds, week number 11 of the NFL season right now. The Packers did get a stop of the Vikings. They're moving it about two and a half minutes ago before halftime down 16 to three. The Ravens trying to get more points, more points. It's three, nothing before halftime there. And it looks like the Browns right now uh, have a nice drive going against the Detroit lions. So we'll keep an eye there, but David Gascon last time we checked with David, he needed three more points to cash in on the over. The bills were getting the football back. David, I liked your chances because I thought Buffalo might get the points for you, but I think you got it the other way. Guys, I am, I'm doing my best impersonation of Kermit the Frog and sipping some tea because it's none of my business. But, uh, <laughs> man, that tastes so good right now. <laughs> uh, the over hits, Indianapolis uh, plus three and a half hits. Guys, oddly enough, the Buffalo Bills are the only team in the National Football League that has yet to trail at the end of the first half. And they're the number one team in terms of turnover differential at plus 14. They have multiple turnovers today. One from Josh Allen and the other one from Isaiah McKenzie on the kickoff return. So it's 24-7 right now. Indianapolis with the lead. Jonathan Taylor with the hat trick. Two rushing touchdowns. One receiving touchdown. Um, guys, I'm working on back-to-back week performances where I get to uh, get the early call and uh, head to the uh, nearest bar. No Not chance. Yeah, because Not I, I know chance, this Colts David. team well, and I know that they can blow leads. Absolutely. We saw it on Monday night against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a little gun-shy with the Colts. You know, looking good, plus seven, but Buffalo now in Indy territory, about 48 seconds left to go. They're at the Colts 42. So, you know, 
Buffalo could get some points here at the end of the half, but this is going to be the first time that they are going to trail all season. You know, again, it wasn't I wasn't going on a big limb here. Pre-flop, I had Buffalo going to the Super Bowl this year. They have sleptwalked through a lot of this mm-hmm. season. And I, I do still trust Sean McDermott to figure this out here because I think he's an excellent head coach. But you do they're concerning when you watch them week in, week out against inferior teams. Look, Colts are a good football team. You know that. Mm-hmm. But to me, there are some indifferent performances. Certainly the Jacksonville game sticks out. Where you go, where's this team's collective head? Where are they? Because sometimes they're too good to play this poorly sometimes, as we see too consistently now. Yeah, you do want to see that killer instinct. They were also my pick to get out of the AFC and go to the Super Bowl. So I haven't really been showing the killer instinct, but now would be the time to start to do it. Let's go back out to Peter Dewey. And Peter's watching the Packers and the the Vikings, rather. And Peter, I had the feeling that the Vikings could really step on their necks here in the first half. It's kind of like we just said with David, like, don't go anywhere. We don't think that Colts-Bills game is over by a long shot. I get the feeling this game is not over by a long shot either, even though it feels like it's all Minnesota right now. Yeah, Dave, you hit hit the nail on the head. This game feels like it's all Minnesota, but uh, at at the moment, the Green Bay on the drive right now, hit the two-minute warning. They're inside Minnesota territory. And without the Mason Crosby missed field goal, we could be looking at the Packers making this a three-point game by the half. Um, I have Packers minus two and a half from earlier in the week. So I'm hoping that they can get some points here before the half. Um, Aaron Rodgers hasn't looked extremely sharp, but he's made the throws when they needed to. He hit Marquise Valdez-Scantlin for a big play, um, set up the what eventually was the missed field goal, and he just had a big third down throw to get them into Minnesota territory. So it, there's there's reasons to be positive if you're a Packers better, even though the score indicates that it's been all Minnesota. All right, so again, 16-3 to inside the two-minute warning there. They have a second and eight at about the 38 of Minnesota. No field goal is a guarantee with Mason Crosby these days. Let's see if the Packers can get points. Thought the Eagles had more points, but it looks like an offensive pass interference has taken that away. And let's for more on that, let's get back out to Ben Fox over at South Point. And Ben, it does feel like complete domination here by the Eagles. What have you seen so far? Yeah, guys, nothing really has changed. Uh, That was going to be a touchdown. They called a pick play on Devonta Smith, opening up the tight end there for the touchdown. So it'll be first and 20. Eagles still up 17 to 7. The only offense the Saints had was off of that fumble. They actually went backwards, had third and goal. They started inside the 10-yard line. They had third and goal at the 18. Kind of a backyard play. Trevor Simeon ends up hitting a tight end for a touchdown. Saints are averaging 3.3 yards per play. And on defense, they don't look like they ever practiced against the read option. Not quite sure what happened there, but Eagles offense has looked fantastic. This game has been much more one-sided than even the score. Eagles have completely dominated so far. And just, I know you like the big bet, so I got to give you one before on that Ravens game. I think before we knew Lamar Jackson was out, someone had $357,500, excuse me, on the Ravens minus four and a half against Chicago. And by the way, Ben, I'm so glad you pointed that out. The Ravens just kicked another field goal, so they're going to go to the half up 6 nothing. So the dead play to me is, of course, the side I was on. Because I thought this is going to be a shootout. Justin Fields, we saw him in the second half last week. And, you know, Lamar Jackson, Matt Nagy's going to have to keep up. Well, now the side to be on, you would have assumed would be the Bears. And yet that better is still alive, even mm-hmm. without Lamar Jackson, because the Bears are so inefficient offensively. I'm not saying I never call for anybody's job. I will never do that. I will say, if somebody loses their job, you might be able to understand why. Mm -hmm. Matt Nagy is not putting his best foot forward 
so far on this Sunday and, and really is not a lot of this year. Yeah, it is six nothing right now. Tyler Huntley making his first uh, start as a Baltimore Raven and his third first uh, professional start. By the way, six nothing, one second left to go. You would think Fields and Company will just take a knee and go to the locker room there at Soldier Field. So that game's about to go to halftime. San Francisco gets a late field goal before the half, twenty to three in Jacksonville. We will give you an update when we get a halftime line. And a touchdown in Minnesota. We'll get an update on that very quickly. And by the way, when I mentioned my Matt Nagy comments, Jeremy Wingle, our director, Big Bears fan, said cosign in my ear. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go back out right now. I believe we're going to go back to Eric at home watching the Ravens and the Bears because it is at half. And so, Eric, again, I, look, you want some imagination. It, like, to me, John Harbaugh right now, with a guy they did not expect to play quarterback, they're doing more with less. Matt Nagy, we see Justin Fields sometimes in spurts look spectacular. What's going on in the first half here in the Windy City? Yeah, it was very interesting watching how they were handling Tyler Huntley early in the game. And he had three sacks. They had four negative plays total early on. And yet the Ravens went back to the pass game when they had that opportunity at the end of the half to make it a, a 6 nothing lead or to increase the 3 nothing lead, I should say. And so they put a little bit of faith in, in Tyler Huntley, and he really rewarded him. 16 of 21 passing. First of all, 21 pass attempts, pretty impressive right there. Only for 122 yards, but they're continuing to move the chains. Huntley also doing a little bit of work with his legs. 33 yards rushing, had a big 19-yard scamper. The Bears only have 126 yards of offense, and it feels like about half of that came on two pass plays. Haven't been able to get uh, much going. They did have two promising drives. One ended in a field goal miss, the other in a Justin Fields fumble. Fields has had uh, trouble connecting consistently with the receivers. No Allen Robinson today. So it sits at 6 nothing Bears. I believe the line has now shifted to Baltimore minus 4.5 as we get ready for the second half in about 10, 12 minutes or so. Uh, over, under, way down from what we were uh, pregame, 40-plus points or so. Now down to an in-game total of 24.5, guys. So clearly, even though the, the, the yards are, are starting to come for the Ravens, I think everybody feels like this is going to be a, a field goal type of game or that the Bears aren't going to exactly swing the pendulum back way the other way in the second half. We will see. We'll see if uh, Fields can answer. Eric, very quickly, you mentioned the total now, 24 and a half. They're double-dog daring us to, to say, well, we got to take it <laughs> over, right? Is there any way that you can make a case here for a second-half bevy of points to get to 25? Yeah, they had the Bears had two decent drives. The opening drive, they went about 65 yards, and then they went about uh, you know 45 or 50 uh, two possessions later. Fields puts it on the ground, lost it right there. So you know, with a missed field goal and that next uh, that that possession two uh, two possessions later, you know, you could argue they had some moments where they were looking pretty decent. The other the other drives they had not so successful. So look, Fields was slow in the first half at Pittsburgh really cranked it up in the third and fourth quarters. That's got to be what a, what a Chicago backer is hoping for. This is not a good Ravens defense right no. now. Secondary has given up a lot of yards. They have played well, though. Okay, so let's see if they can get anything going in the second half. Six nothing, that missed field goal by the Bears there. Uh, certainly their best scoring mm-hmm. opportunity in the first half. Yeah, Bears minus one and a half for the second half, about 19 and a half for the second half total, so adjusted at 25 and a half. Also at halftime, 49ers and Jaguars, and we'll check with the Rosh here on the other side who's watching that game for us. 
San Francisco minus two for the second half, 21 and a half the second half total. Also, we are just now in halftime in Buffalo, 24-7 Colts over the Bills. Tyler Bass misses a 57-yarder at the end of the first half. Houston shutting out Tennessee. How about that? Bagel job, 12-0 at the half in Nashville. All I'm saying is Mike Vrabel, put on a hat. Just put on a hat. If you're going to lose and get shut out in the first half by the Houston yeah, Texans, you got to totally change home. your outfit, man. You got to change your khakis, who have been, which have been soiled. You got to change your vest. You got to change your shirt. Change everything because Texans all over it. It ain't working so far. Uh, Green Zone's working. We're not going anywhere. Got much more to get to. Getting close to a lot of half times here. We'll give you some updated lines when you come back with us. It is Veasan, the sports betting network. Now available on VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head over to VEASAN.com to get the current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Check the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and much, much more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VEASAN.com slash NFL. Alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is week number 11 of the Green Zone right here on VEASAN. Right now the Lions in Tim Boyle trying to get some points on the board about three seconds ago before halftime. No timeouts left, so it's going to be 13 nothing Brownies to end the first half. Hawkins. Okay. Hawkinson could not get out of bounds there. Then why do you call that play, Dan Campbell? Why do you call a play to the flat mm-hmm. if you can't get to the boundary if you don't have any timeouts? I'm going to let that one go. Well, there's a reason why they're 0-8-1. Oh, my Lord. Okay, let's get back out to Will Hill watching the Jets and the fighting fish from Miami. And, Will, you had said when it was 7 all, maybe in-game under was the play. And since you said that, you have put the kibosh on points, and it is looking really good for your live call. Oh, I didn't say maybe bet the under. I said bet it all, bet it all on the under. Uh, (laughs) This has just been, after two quick touchdowns, nothing. A couple of missed field goals by each team before the half. Makeable field goals, too. Amendola misses one for the Jets. Sanders, who's usually really good for Miami, misses one. So, 7-7 after two early touchdowns, uh, nothing since. I would still look to an under or pass here. I just think both of these offensive lines are really having a hard time blocking two bad offensive lines. You know, we we know how much the Dolphins like to bring pressure, that zero blitz that gave Baltimore fits uh, a couple Thursday nights ago. So, to me, it would be under a pass, really. You know, just a couple of bad teams and some bad football. Okay, very quickly, Will, is it weather? For those missed kicks, because it, it didn't see no, just just no. just missed kicks. Yeah, I mean the weather. I, I the weather's actually mild here. I, I don't live too far, I'm an hour or two away from the Jet Stadium. It's actually a pretty nice day, considering we're a few days from Thanksgiving. It's in the you know fifties or so. It, the the wind is mild, so you know you think at middle November it, the weather would be an issue. It's really not not the case. All right, great. It's just two bad teams, Dave. I guess I is trying what to make Will is kind of trying yeah. to tell us here. Uh, and to his point, Miami only rushing thirteen times for thirty six yards. Uh, so. Haven't really seen a lot of offense. By the way, that 32-yard miss by Jason Sanders, of course, costs you. If you bet Miami for the first half, they were like minus one and a half, two, two and a half, depending on your store. Nevertheless, that ends up seven to seven at the half. Miami minus three, even money for the second half, 22 and a half the total. All right, let's get back out to Rosh Mercazi watching the Niners and the Jaguars. And Rosh, I feel like this game was put to bed after that 20-play drive to start it for San Francisco that ended in a 20-yard field goal, which is bizarre in and of itself. 
Any signs of life here for the second half, potentially for the Jaguars? Well, luckily for the Jaguars, they have the ball to begin the second half. But guys, you know, just just to begin the game, when you talk about possession and domination, the 49ers to begin the game, 34 plays, 1952 clock, 17 points to begin the game. Jaguars, four plays, 143. Again, if if the 49ers stop the Jaguars here and just score a field goal even, I mean, this one is done. The domination ball possession-wise for San Francisco has been incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So all San Francisco here, and again, you see that live number 18 and a half here if you want to back with the Niners here. It just feels like they're putting teams to sleep. They, they did that last week to the Rams with the running game, and they're doing it so far to Jacksonville. Yeah, so uh, uh, Jacksonville uh, did give up a field goal right at the end there. We're just now about to get to the third quarter, so I'll see where that second-half number actually closed. Minus two for the Niners for the second half, 21 the second half total. Looks like we had a fight in Philadelphia here before they get to halftime there with the Eagles up On the field or in the stands? I think this one is actually on the field, but it's a good question and a fair question in the city of Brotherly Shove. Let's get back out to David Gascon. They are at halftime in Orchard Park, and uh, David cashed two tickets already here in the first half, taking the Colts and the over. David, what do you think the second half might bring? I think it's going to be a lot more Jonathan Taylor in the ground game, the Indianapolis Colts. Guys, they were fantastic on third-down conversions, 80%, four or five on those opportunities, and they made the most of the turnovers. They had two turnovers or two takeaways in the first half. Josh Allen, his INT converted into seven. Isaiah McKenzie's fumble on the kickoff return turned into seven. So that's 14 points right out of the gate off of turnovers. And right now they have a comfortable advantage getting into the third quarter at 24 to seven. I think the one area that you're going to look for more on Josh Allen is going to try to throw the football down the field. I think they'll probably go a little bit more up-tempo because keep in mind the style of Buffalo, they can get the ball down the field with a quick strike, but Buffalo is going to have to face that ground and pound of the Indianapolis Colts. So it'll be obviously the strength of the Colts, make sure they don't blow a lead like this. And obviously to see what Buffalo does, trying to air things out with Josh Allen. We saw a couple of miscues on his end the first half. I expect another one here in the third or fourth quarter. Well, and who wants to be MVP? Because it seems like whoever the favorite is to be MVP either can't play Lamar Jackson yeah. or uh, right now with Josh Allen, who is the odds-on yeah, like favorite. You don't want to be on the lead in a PGA Tour event or something. No. Uh, by the way, Buffalo minus 9.5, 26.5, the second half total at BetMGM. We'll see if uh, – GQ Jim Irsay with the We Will Rock You that you might have saw on Hard Knocks on HBO where he led the chant in the locker room. Right now, Colts all over Buffalo. I did not see that, but you showed it to me during a break. And I'm like, I kind of like that. I, I like the fact that yes. he's out there with the, with the guys. Yes. Like, let's, let's that, have some There's fun. a reason why the media may not get him, but there's a reason why the players love Jim Irsay. There you go. I think there's a Jerry Jones situation there in Dallas as well. Let's get back out to Peter Dewey. Packers and Vikings, we set it 16-3. to Peter, this thing wasn't over by a long shot. But I have a question for you. I saw when the Packers were running out the clock to end the first half, did I see Jordan Love take the kneel down? Is there anything to read there? What's going on with that situation? Yeah, Dave, Jordan Love did take the kneel down. Um, I'm going to assume that it's Aaron Rodgers potentially going to the locker room to get some treatment on his foot, and they just wanted him out of there because he looked great on that final drive. Um, finding Josiah DeGara for a 25-yard touchdown to cut it to 16-10. Um, but an in, in interesting by Matt LaFleur for sure um, to put Jordan Love out there. But I think right now, like, I have the Packers minus two and a half. I, I kind of like where they ended the half in a good spot right now, um, considering how bad this start 
that game with Crosby missing the field goal and then the Vikings getting some quick points. So if you're a Packers better, you got to like this spot, I think. Yeah. Bo- both these teams, by the way, have moved the ball pretty well. 6.3 yards of play for Green Bay, 6.9 for Minnesota. Green Bay for the second half. They are getting the support in the market, though. Minus two at BetMGM, seeing some two-and-a-halves juiced even on that Green Bay side. 23-and-a-half, your second-half total. Let's go back out to Nate Jacobson, who I apologize, is watching the Lions uh, try to play uh, play quarterback there. It is uh, Tim Boyle. It's not going very well so far against the Brownies. Nate, what have you noticed in this game? And, again, I'm not going to get on Dan Campbell that much for calling an out route without any timeouts as you try to get points at the end of the first half, but maybe throw it down the field. Just one man's opinion. What are you seeing so far uh, between this game and any hope if you're a Lions backer to think you might get a backdoor cover? Potentially. I just don't think Tim Boyle is uh, an NFL quarterback. We we just said uh, talking about Jordan Love taking the knees for the Packers just at the end of the half. That used to be Tim Boyle's job in Green Bay when he was the second string quarterback there. And now he's starting. 7 of 13 for 39 yards, so three yards per pass attempt. Just not very good, but they aren't. It's Last week against Pittsburgh, they ran the ball a lot, and this week they are throwing it more, and I think they're going to be forced to throw it more. Down 13 nothing. the game script kind of calls for it. So it's nothing really too exciting for the Lions. Maybe they cover the number. If you wanted to get the Lions now, plus 17.5 is the halftime line or the live line at halftime so plus four and a half just for the second half alone but I, I don't really suggest that honestly I don't know if the Lions are going to be able to score today especially I would assume the Browns who have been throwing a little more than maybe I expected I think it's going to be a lot of Nick Chubb right now in the second half especially since he's fresh after missing last week so I don't think there's going to be too much many more fireworks in this game Browns look like in a great position to cover and the under also looking really good as the live total right now, 32 and a half. Okay, so all Browns all the time so far in the mistake by the lake. A big mistake was just made in the city of Brotherly Shove. And I look up and I see Trevor Simeon trying to throw an out route for some ungodly reason without any timeouts here at the end of the first half. And it throws it right to big play, Darius Slay. Big play Slay. Second week in a row. Had one in Denver last week. Uh, no Teddy Bridgewater out there to avoid the tackle. I don't think Trevor Simeon was really anywhere <laughs> near him for this standpoint. But uh, fly goes fly. Look, they were a favorite here. They have not won a game in the Nick Sirianni era, which is just this season. Uh, and uh, had not won a game at home. Not even not covered. Just not won a game. And now 27-7 over the New oh, Orleans that's Saints. That's a back-breaking uh, throw by yeah. Trevor Simeon, the second career pick six for Darius Slay here. You would expect him to have more sitting on that out route, and it was as easy a walk-in touchdown as you're going to have. Eagles minus uh, 16.5, 52.5 now on the total. All right, and looks like the uh, Colts got a stop of the Buffalo Bills 30 seconds into their first possession of the third quarter. So the Colts, complete domination right now. They're up 24-7. to but again, have not gotten a halftime yet. I'm sure Sean Payton will take a knee now, down 27 to 7, and assess that damage. A lot of it has been done. Just starting the third quarter in Tennessee, Houston still leading 12 0, and arguably the biggest surprise so far of the early slate. Don't go anywhere. It's the green zone right here on VEASAN. A lot of surprising scores. We'll see if any of them change. We're not going anywhere. We'll be here. A lot more of this NFL afternoon. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... The king of sportsbooks welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money on wager on any pro football game. And if any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. 
Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. We are getting underway in most of the third quarters around the NFL here from the early wave. Right now, a game that just kicked off the third quarters in Carolina. Let's get back out to Ian McMillan watching the Washington football team against the Carolina Panthers. And Ian, what are you seeing so far in the second half, and what do you think you might see? Yeah, it's a very close game so far, guys. Both uh, statistics at halftime for both teams were very close. Carolina might be the more efficient offense so far this game, but Washington's uh, taking advantage of a few big plays down the field. Uh, I saw the halftime line was uh, the Panthers are two-and-a-half-point favorites. That's now shifted because Washington's moving the ball here into Carolina territory. They're now a slight one-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, No play for me as of right now. I think the line is set right. Like I said, this is a razor-thin game so far. Very interesting. Whatever team is getting points is probably the team to back because anything is going to happen down the stretch. And it almost seemed like Washington maybe should have been up because we did have that Antonio Gibson fumble in the red zone. That's right. As Ian was saying, both teams moving the ball pretty efficiently. 6.2 a play for the WFT, 6.3 for Carolina. This was a Carolina minus three second half, but saw two and a half start to show. So some believers in that second half market on the WFT. Got to get an update from Eric Edholm in just a bit because it looks like Justin Fields is going to be out of this game for the Bears going forward. Andy Dalton is warming up, so we'll get an update there. But for right now, let's get back out to Ben Fox out there at South Point. Uh, He is watching the Saints and the Eagles. And Ben, boy, Saints backers like myself the last couple weeks here, not looking good. The smart guy with not a smart play there, Trevor Simeon from Northwestern, right before the end of the first half. Feels like this game might be all but put to bed. Any chance for a Saints comeback that you could see in the second half? No, I think unless Drew Brees comes back from about 10 years ago <laughs> with that arm strength. Uh, other than that, th- this one's been wrapped up. I got to get on the soapbox for a second here. Sean Payton, I, I don't understand what he was looking at. They're down 20 to 7 at that point in the first half. Their only touchdown came off of an Eagles turnover inside the 10 yard line. They hadn't moved the ball at all. They have 3.4 yards per play on offense, two of seven on third down. He's taking his timeouts when the Eagles had the ball, which is why the Eagles were perfectly content to run the ball into halftime, get into halftime down 20 to seven. Just take your medicine. You got dominated in the first half. He takes the timeouts. They end up getting the ball back. And Trevor Simeon just has a terrible pass, picked off for 50 yards for a touchdown. And this game is definitely over now if it wasn't over before. 27 to seven is probably about what the score should be. The Eagles have completely dominated I think coaches get a little ahead of themselves sometimes with wanting to get the extra possession. Eagles getting the ball first in the second half. But this is one they should have just knelt on it, not use their timeouts, get to halftime down 20 to 7. And as a result, I think this one's all but wrapped up. Great minds think alike, Ben. I was sitting here watching this. Well, this is before the Darius Slay pick six. And I'm going, what is he doing? Why is he using his timeouts? I, I just did not understand that but again because it looked like the Eagles were ready to go to the halftime. And the Saints, no, no, we want to get that one desperation shot to try to get in field goal range for three. To Ben's point, take your medicine, you're down 13, you have an outside shot. Down, down, down 20, it feels over. Yeah, and big play Slay with Switten on that out route. By the way, here's an interesting stat. Since week eight, and we are now starting week 11, big play Slay's got three touchdowns. The Detroit Lions also have three touchdowns. How about that? Let's go back to Eric at home. And Eric, I, I looked up and I saw Justin Fields coming off the field to the locker room. 
and Andy Dalton warming up, which makes nobody in Chicago very happy. What's going on there? Yeah, Fields has been taking a little bit of a beating. It wasn't really clear exactly when he may have suffered an injury. Uh, There was one play where he was scrambling towards the sideline on a third down. The, The Bears offense came off the field after they came up short in the first half. So it's not clear if that was the injury that, uh, that affected him or if it happened on the first series of the second half, but either way, all signs point towards Andy Dalton coming in at fields headed to the locker room just a moment ago. He was walking, not running, you know, certainly the Ravens still have, uh, some, some time here on offense, but it is a third and 12. So we could see Andy Dalton coming in as Baltimore leads six to nothing. We're about the nine minute mark of the third quarter. Bears offense stalled again on their first drive with Fields at quarterback, and we'll have to see if Dalton can give him a little bit of a spark here. Okay, so that's something to keep an eye on. Obviously, the kid has taken a beating this year. That offensive line in Chicago, uh, less than desirable, that's for sure. Washington football team has a first and goal right now on the Carolina six-yard line. Minnesota has a third and one deep in Green Bay territory, so potential scores there. And Houston sitting all over Tennessee. This game, tick, 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 tick. About eight and a half to go here. And right now, Houston just methodically keeping keeping the ball away from Tennessee. Yeah, let me give a quick couple quick live lines here. Houston minus six and a half, 32 and a half now at Bet MGM. Also, Baltimore, Chicago, we were just talking about with Eric Edholm. Baltimore minus three and a half, now 21 and a half on the second half total. Let's go back out to Peter Dewey watching the Packers and the Vikings. We mentioned a third down and one, I do believe, for Minnesota here. I believe they've taken a timeout. But, Peter, so far in the third quarter, Minnesota right back down the field with very little resistance. Is that right? Yeah, Dave, they, they moved the ball pretty well. Kirk Cousins got away with a throw. He overthrew uh, Justin Jefferson up the right sideline, and Eric Stokes was unable to come down with it. Um, but that's the only thing that the Packers really had of any chance of stopping this Vikings uh, attack. Dalvin Cook's had a couple nice runs on this drive. And uh, now you're, you're looking at a spot where – as a Packers better if you get a touchdown here I just don't know with the way this Green Bay offense has looked today um how how confident you can be that they can come back and win this game because Minnesota has moved the ball so well it's something we haven't seen from the Packers in a few weeks now they've, they've played really well defensively against some tough quarterbacks but uh Kirk Cousins seems to have figured him out today yeah and again we'll keep an eye on 12 and make sure that he's okay because Jordan Love did take the kneel down there at the end of the first half we've got points in Carolina so DeAndre Carter looks like he was just found by Taylor Heineke, by the way, look, I've, I've been on the, the soapbox for Taylor. I said before the season started, I thought the Washington football team was starting the wrong quarterback mm-hmm. in Ryan Fitzmagic. Obviously, Fitzpatrick's out for the rest of the year. Uh, let's go back out to Ian McMillan. And Ian, look, I, I just I liked what I saw last year from the kid. I don't know. They're obviously going to have ups and downs as a, as a real starter in this league. But what are you seeing from Taylor Heineke to, today? You're going up against Cam Newton. We know about all the emotion in that, in that place right now. But Taylor Heineke right now is holding his own. He is holding his own, guys. And it's, it's come, first of all, hand up. I mean, I said I thought Carolina's defense was going to have a big game today, and they are clearly not. Taylor Heineke is kind of picking them apart. So I, I, I was wrong about that. But, I, yeah, I've got to compliment Taylor Heineke. He kind of actually reminds me, ironically, is kind of like a young Ryan Fitzpatrick where he has these games where he's firing all cylinders. He's going to throw for a few touchdowns. He might run for a touchdown, and he's going to win games for teams. But then he will occasionally have a couple uh, stinkers of games. But he is still young. He is t- has time to develop. Uh, but he's looking very good against a very good Carolina defense. Uh, just short touchdown pass, four yards. Now Washington is up 21-14 over the Panthers. Okay, so right now that live number here, uh, back to uh, the 
Washington football team laying what yeah. about three and a half? Yeah, three and a half, fifty-two and a half as Washington now leads twenty-one fourteen. Big play here in Tennessee. Houston punted, but Chester Rogers turns his back here. He is the Tennessee returner. He goes off his heel. And Houston Ooh. recovers, so now the Houston Texans have first and goal. They didn't score that first time, but they ran about seven and a half minutes off the clock. Now they're going to have a couple cracks here. This is uh, not a very good performance by the Tennessee Titans. It's now the Texans now minus eight and a half, 34 and a half on the in-game total at BetMGM. And a touchdown to Minnesota. And what a combination Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson have become here. And again, when you got rid of Steph Diggs, right, and you thought, oh, my goodness, what's Minnesota doing? They go draft this kid last year at LSU, and he's been a revelation. So right now, another touchdown on the board. I, I don't want to say Kirk Cousins is going to get into the MVP conversation because there's a narrative about Kirk out there that KC8 just isn't that good. His numbers this year are scintillating. They are next level. And when you've got uh, number 18, Justin Jefferson, that's going to help your cause. Is now 23 to 10, extra point good. Minus 6.5, minus a buck 20 for the Vikings, 51.5 the end game. Okay, so we'll see how that plays out. Looks like Miami just got a big strike there in a game that was 7-all. I'm not sure if they got all the way in. Might be a first and goal here for Tua Tungavailoa. Yeah, I think company. Hollins is out at the two here. Okay, so we'll see how that or plays no, out. Or no, they've ruled it a touchdown. They have ruled a touchdown. Apparently, he did not step on the line. There. And a game that, again, already feels over. San Francisco on the board in the third quarter. 27-3 right now, six minutes to go in the third, sitting all over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, and right now, the Bears have signs of life. You've got a touchdown, Dave Ross. Oh, we need five more, baby. Let's <laughs> go. As Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, bang, The bang. Ginger Ninja. Let's How go. How about that? Six all. PAT betting the Bears on the board. I've never been so excited for a bet that's sure to lose. Come on back. It's VEASAN right here the Sports Betting Network. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 